Hello and welcome to Talking Balls, the JSP's podcast show. I'm Derek McKenna and with me as always, Johnny the Hip Stabling. Johnny, what's the crack? Not much. <laughs> Jesus, you sound, you sound like you're all depressed there. What's up with you? Not much. <laughs> I'm trying to stop myself from laughing. All right. Oi, what's making you laugh? Uh, your delivery <laughs> my presenting of this show um, right we've allowed to get through this week uh, well, I suppose we're going to start off with by giving a, a few shout outs to a lot of teams who've got through to finals and have won titles and won promotion and stuff like that um, we'll do that at the start of the show uh, moving on in just after that we're going to be discussing uh, kind of the big news coming out of the LSL this week uh, which is the possible expulsion of Phoenix because they have uh, failed to fulfil more than three or more than two fixtures. Three fixtures they failed to fulfil, uh, and according to the LSL's rules, um, that means they they must be expelled um, or expelled, should I say? Uh, so we'll be discussing that. We'll also that will lead into nicely into the LSL title race and the ramifications that could have for the title race, and if it does happen, or even if it doesn't happen, how the title race is going to pan out. We'll also be discussing the FEI Senior Cup second round draw, which was made on Wednesday. Um, some tasty toys there for some of the junior and intermediate sides against some of the big League of Ireland sides um, then after that we'll kind of round up the show with a bit of a preview of uh, this weekend's Charlie Cattle Cup final between Bluebell United and Crumlin uh, and a few other uh, cup finals and league playoffs that are happening around the country so I suppose we'll we'll jump straight in um, I'd like to check my list of shout outs that I've got here. Do you want to do any of these, Johnny, or are you going to leave no, it to me? Go ahead, have them um, I suppose stuff that's happened since we are last. I know we missed last week's show again, kind of just due to schedule and we couldn't make it on, but uh, there's a lot of stuff that's happened since we are last, uh, last on a podcast. The Oscar Trainer. Or the secret cup, as I like to call it, um, <laughs> the Oscar Trainer Cup. Uh, we've managed to source who won a game and uh, find out who's in the final. As difficult as it is, um, at the, the weekend just past there, Limerick beat Wexford uh, by two goals to nil in the semi-final, and in the other semi-final, in a shown uh, league, beat Clare by a goal to nil. So the two of them will contest the final up in Bunkrana in Donegal on the twenty-fourth of May. Uh, that's a Sunday. I think it's it's a two thirty kickoff. Are the finals and that always a home and away draw type thing. Um, well, I was at the final two years ago, I think, and it was um, the AUL against the Inish Owen, and that was in Talca Park, which would, you would expect like a, a, a you know an interleague final to be in a kind of a neutral ground yeah. as such. Uh, and Talca Park it was, but then last year it was in the AUL, yeah. and the AUL were in the final. Um, and obviously this year it's in Brumcrana and the Inishown League are in the final. I don't think that's. I don't think it's great that they do it that way. I think it should be probably held in a big kind of in a stadium as you know for the players alone. Like it's nice for them to get to a final and to play it in the League of Ireland stadium or something like that. And surely it wouldn't break the bank too much to be able to to and rent out. A one fifty-fifty in between. Yeah, like, maybe, well, yeah. I'm sure there's grounds if, like, if you think between Donegal and Limerick, that has to be even in Galway or oh, something. Yeah, yeah Galway would have been a good venue for it probably. Uh, but um, as it is, it's up in uh, Brunkrana. I, I think I don't think they carry it away at this rate. Those sides making the final. No, it's nice. Look. It's nice for either side. I, I, like I, I think the Inishown League might go into it as slight favourites because I, I think I said it before. Um, they've been kind of knocking on the door the past few years. As I said, they got beaten by the AUL in the 2013 final. They were beaten by the AUL last year in the semi-final only on penalties. And beat them. And then they beat the AUL this year. And then they beat um, the Clare League in the semi-final, who were the other finalists last year as well. So they've beaten last year's two finalists um, to get to the final this year. Um, but the Limerick side is, you know, I, I, you know me, I love Limerick football. 
um, and it's a very strong side as well so you, you know it'll be a very tough final for Inchon but the travel up to Donegal and stuff like that you know it's they're playing away from home as such Limerick so it'll be a very tough game for them but um, you would you would fancy Inchon as the slight favourites there just judging on their on their form um, going into that game so yeah that final is on May 24th up in Runcrana Um I suppose a few shout outs to Sheriff YC, their Premier B team. Um, this caused a bit of confusion during the week actually. Their Premier B team won the Premier B title and a lot of people were saying, oh does that mean Sheriff are going to have two sides in the AUL Premier A next season? Well it doesn't. They they, they won the division but they can't get promoted because uh, according to AUL rules you can't have two teams in the one division. But they the get same promoted club. from Premier C and all the way up? Yeah, they can go all the way up as long as they don't clash with their first team I suppose now it's different in, in other uh, leagues I was just talking to a guy from Kilkenny there this morning actually and we were talking about the Kilkenny Premier Division and you have um, the likes of I think it's Freebooters A and B or is it Evergreen A and B I'm not too sure but there's definitely could be both of those sides actually but there's definitely how does that work training wise and club wise and funding wise and uh, I think and what, you, can you promote from the B side to the A side yeah well that's well like that's where the complications the complications come in and a lot whereas a lot of people what he was saying to me as well where you would have a lot of people complaining about that happening is um, no I don't want to say people like throwing games but say your first team is going for the league oh, title yeah, yeah. and they have to win two more games or one more game and, mm. and one of those games is against their B side you know, like it does, it creates a conflict of interest there if you have two sides in the one division. So I can understand why in the AUL um, they don't allow it. Um, maybe in, in places like Kilkenny where they're maybe short on short, quality yeah. teams, or well, I don't mean the short on quality teams, but you know what I mean. It's short on um, numbers. Short on numbers, quality, yeah. yeah. Um, so maybe that's why they have it in places like that. But yeah, congratulations to Sheriff. It, 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 like that's a phenomenal achievement for your for your your Premier A side to be. More or less I'm certain not, they're winning this the year. Side, are they winning uh, no, I don't think they're winning the senior Saturday. I could be wrong on that, but I don't think they're. Uh, that would be an achievement considering it be a tour team. Yeah, like so, it's it, it is. It's a phenomenal achievement for the, for the club to be winning Premier A and Premier B. You and be feeling three teams. Yeah, like well, it's it, it's crazy to think like that. Not a lot of that Premier B side goes up. There doesn't seem to be a lot of um, crossover of players between the Premier A and Premier B sides. You know, uh, the odd one or two would come up every now and again when they're stuck, but there doesn't seem to be. A natural progression from the Premier B up to the Premier A. I don't know whether they're treated as like two different, save totally your, different sides. Yeah, save your save your Premier A player injured and he needs a game coming back. Is he allowed to play Premier B or does he have to play Saturday? I think he can play Premier B. As far as, far as I'm aware, with the AUL rules um, and the way it works, from a Premier A player dropping down to a senior Saturday team, you're allowed to play six games per season. I think for the lower team or whatever like and there like that's to get you back from injury and mm. stuff like that I think it's also the guard against you know if, if a Saturday side gets to a, a final that they can't flood their, their Saturday side full of four team players I suppose which is you know is only right as well but um, yeah great achievement for, for Sheriff to win Premier B um, they beat Grange United 3-1 on the day Grange are going to get promoted from the division so they'll be Premier A next season congratulations to them as well and as I think Airfield are going to go back up as well they went down last season um, so congratulations to both of those sides going up um, last night Wednesday night there was the, the Metro Cup semi-finals in the in the LSL um, you were just writing a report on one of them <laughs> weren't you Johnny uh, and Glebe and Malahoy had a nice north side derby there uh, um, Glebe North beat Greystones, Greystones 2-1, 2-1 and, and Sam Simpson double 
Lovely. And then Malahide beat um, Shamrock Boys. Actually, Shamrock Boys done really well and to get, get to, to the, the their senior 1B side, like so, a fourth tier side. And only by a goal that came from a, a kind of a poor clearance from the keeper, and then he was lobbed. Who got that goal? You're yes. only writing that report a few minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, that's it. And it, it's good to, you know, to have, you know, teams like that batting on relegation, you know, they have another little cup to play for and you know should be a good game are Malahide and Glebe battling relegation do you think uh, <laughs> everyone from 6 down in, in the Leinster Seniors battling relegation I suppose and we'll get to that a little bit later on um, congratulations also to St Moctis who won the Senior one division in the LSL last week uh, with a resounding five goals to victory over Verona local rivals as well. So I'm sure it made it all the sweeter winning a, uh, against Verona and winning the league there. And there, considering how Cholester and Drumcondra done there, a lovely uh, you know one to watch out for and a nice addition to to the Premier or the Senior, senior Sunday one. next year. I think St Mox will do really well there next year. They have a really strong side and I'm sure they'll add to it over the summer. Um, and you they know, can take solace from how. Drums and Cholester have done both still in the title race effectively. Yeah, and I think that like that shocked a lot of people. Obviously, with Cholester and Drums still up there at this end of the season, um, like and I think as I said, I think Mokdas will do something similar next season. I'd be surprised if they don't finish in the top six anyway next season. They've that strong a side, like some really good players there, um, and it's a phenomenal achievement as well. I think that's that third promotion in three years. Um, we get like, to go and watch Glen Crow. We get to go and watch Glen Crow again. Yeah, but should we all, we've seen him. Well, I've seen him a few times this season again, um, and he's still still in top form, still a, a top class best. But like they have some superb players, you know, Summers Brothers. Brothers. They've Lee Dixon, who they got off uh, Tolka okay. as well. You know, um, Warren Fees, good keeper. Good keeper lad Lancaster as well. They've load, like loads of good, really really good players there. Like so, uh, I think they'll do really well, and I'm sure they'll add to it uh, over the summer. Add to the squad there. So congratulations to them as well on winning their their title. Um, shout out to Trinity Donamade who won the JJ O'Toole Cup final beating Railway Union. Uh, that was last weekend as well. Um, down in the Munster Senior League, uh, I, I was a little bit surprised with this because I haven't been keeping too much of an eye on the Munster Senior League but Rockmount won the title last night. Um, and when college I, Corinthians, they, they drew a college Corinthians last night to, to make themselves uncatchable so it, like Avondale are fairly. I, I looked at the table today and I was actually shocked. Avondale are down in seventh and position. UCC. UCC were in fourth or fifth, I think. And, like. and, and UCC had a good cup runs this year. And yeah, well, they've beaten two League of Ireland yeah. sides in the EA. They're in the quarterfinal of the EA, EA Sports Cup and they beat two League of Ireland sides so, to get yeah, there. So yeah, that's a great achievement for Rockman. The first time since 2011, I think, as well. Uh, like, I, I suppose maybe have we seen the kind of. I don't mean the demise of Avondale, but they've, but they're, they're, they've they're, lost their run in the FEI Intermediate this year. And then but did they lose a lot of players? Is it the Cove? Cove Wanderers. I no, nearly said Ramblers. Yeah, Cove Wanderers. Well, they didn't lose a lot. They only lost one or two. Lost Ian Sableton and I think one other lad. But um, they're down in the lower division. They're going up this season into the so, into the Premier like, League. And I've seen them against Crumlin this year. They came back from four 0 down to four three. A good side, yeah. Yeah, good. Yeah, they've good players all over the park. Um, so they, they'd be a nice addition to that next year hopefully we get someone down there that can cover it a bit more yeah it'd be great if there's anybody listening from Cork actually we'd love to have more from the uh, Munster Senior League to be able to even anybody send us the odd report up or a bit of news up from Cork because it's um, you know we do get complaints that why, why don't we cover more of Cork it's simply because we haven't got the resources to get down there ourselves um, and any of the other leagues around the country that we cover is mostly from people sending us up reports and uh, league tables and fixtures and all that type of stuff so if there's anybody down in Cork who would be interested in sending us that stuff it would be great um, moving on Mellows over 35s 
um, on for the treble. They won the league title uh, a few weeks ago. They won the um, Leinster over 35s title on the weekend. They beat Kildare down in Newbridge uh, by three goals to nil. And then I think they're playing. I think they're playing Cherry Orchard in the final of the Salvitas Cup. Uh, quite soon as well so they're still on for the treble there they're having a phenomenal season so fair play to them uh, sticking with the over 35s uh, congratulations to Cardiff for over 35s who won their league title going unbeaten for the whole season um, the lads from Cardiff told me that today and also to Kilbarrick United over 35s who won the AFL Division 2 title um, fair play to them I was, I was told to give them a mention Wasn't today the, that's, not the, that's not an over 35s leagues per se they just play in the AFL Oh no, it's the over 25s. The oh. AFL has an o- a lot of over 25 leagues, so uh, um, Kilmarnock won the Division 2, I think it's Division 2 North title there. Like, so. <laughs> <laughs> so, South uh, Conference West. South Conference <laughs> West, yeah, something something along those lines. But fair play to them, they have a decent team out in Kilmarnock. Uh, I know a few of the players <laughs> out there, and they're still. They're still uh, oh, paint trophy. <laughs> they're still flogging it fair play to them they're still, it's still slogging away out there um, also congratulations to Johnstown FC um, I was just talking to their manager there on the phone a few minutes ago Christy Kavanagh uh, he was telling me about the cup final win uh, at the weekend they won the Fitzsimon Cup down the North East Football League Fitzsimon Cup uh, final uh, so a lot of people might have seen uh, the spectacular goal that went around it was on joe.ie and stuff like that um, so fair play to them there they've had a great season they got they got promoted and then they, they won the cup as well uh, so congratulations and a nice bunch of lads down there uh, and then kind of rounding up the shout outs uh, Hot Celtic are playing tomorrow night against East Wall Rovers at 6.30 if they they need one win from their three final games in the AOL Division 2 Saturday to do the double uh, they won the Cullen Cup recently with a win over Valley Park so a uh, good season from my old team Hot Celtic my old schoolboy side <laughs> uh, so fair play to them out there and then just, just to round it up uh, the North Tipperarian District League Awards night is on uh, Friday the 15th of May in Templemore Arms uh, there's 42 players vying for 10 awards on the night uh, the first awards night in many years in North Tipperary I'm not going to go through all the awards but I'll, I'll do the, the Premier Division uh, nominations um, uh, the Premier League Player of the Year you have Thomas Shepard from Nina AFC Dan Dalton from Nina AFC Jimmy Hines who i seen this season myself actually when he was playing against Liffey Wanderers great player uh, playing for Nina Celtic uh, Danny Ryan as well another great player I've seen him uh, Paul Kerwin from Ross Gray United so they're up for the Player of the Year and then the Goalkeeper of the Year in that same division is Aaron Savage from Nina AFC, Adrian Cook from uh, Clouda, uh, I think that's Clouda, is it Rangers? Clouda yeah. Rangers and a- Adrian o- Aidan O'Herley from uh, Nina Celtic as well. Uh, so congratulations to all. Uh, you can see the rest of the nominations are up on our website at the moment if anyone wants to have a look at those. Oh, yeah, time for a deep <laughs> breath after getting through all of that. Um, we'll move on. I suppose the, the big news you were actually over there Johnny to see what's on my sheet uh, the big news from this week I suppose oh well I suppose actually we'll go back to last week because there was the call last week from uh, the LSL club's voice um, for a meeting um, a club's meeting uh, to help me out here Johnny to our there was issues issues in the league that they wanted to discuss uh, in relation to the running of the league so there was a meeting called by the clubs um, and then I think a day later, John Delaney intervened and appointed mediators um, to to meet with the clubs and to discuss their issues and investigate any things that they've, you know, feel is being done wrong. I suppose so. So that meeting was cancelled, and I presume they have to meet with the did the, the, the FAI come in and say, look, we'll meet you in twenty one days or a certain amount of days. 
Um, I think well, there was first a, of all issues were raised and they wanted to yeah, they, I think answer in 21 days that didn't come so they called the, just a, a the, meeting between the clubs there was an LSL meeting back in March I think and there was issues raised and they were told from what I gather from the clubs that I've spoke to there was they were told they would be reported back to in 21 days with the issues that they raised after 21 days they didn't hear anything back so that's why they called the meeting to raise these issues amongst the clubs and wherever else it was um, John Delaney appointed the mediators they have to meet with the clubs I think probably this week as far as I'm aware okay, something around May f- uh, could have been actually uh, last night or tonight possibly or something like that they, there was definitely mediators to be appointed and it was a very kind of short t- time frame when they would meet up with the clubs and then uh, the mediators would investigate the issues that were being raised so that obviously a bit of controversy in the L- LSL last week but then this week um, it came to light uh, you know I found out probably a long time ago good few months ago that there was a difference in the LSL rules to the AUL rules if a club in the AUL doesn't fulfil their fixtures and they get expelled for the league or they leave the league every team just gets six points whether they've now that's once they've played more than six games so once a team has played more than six games and pulls out of the league every team gets six mm. points if it's less than six games then they you know the record gets expunged and, and the team leaves the league but in the LSL it's slightly different if a team fails to fulfil three fixtures according to the LSL's own rules um, the team must be expelled from the league so I, I heard about that months ago and then when I heard on Sunday um, that Phoenix hadn't fulfilled another fixture with um, Colester on Sunday I, I kind of twigged in my head that you know that's a few times this season that they haven't done it and then I um, I wrote the article the other day obviously stating you know what the rules were now some people I think have criticised me saying like you know I maybe shouldn't have singled out Phoenix and pointed that out but rules are rules and like in a, in a senior division of, a, of the Leinster Senior League such a kind of prestigious league um, I thought it was kind of relevant that those type of rules oh, should be highlighted it because it has a huge effect on on how the league title kind of plays out um, I'll just kind of go over some of the rules uh, that kind of you know if, if that kind of signify um why this came to light and then you know if the LSL acts on it what the kind of course of action will be so rule 4 of the LSL's uh, rules in the intermediate division um, I'll just go through the, the kind of pertinent parts of the rule because it's a big long rule uh, only two league fixtures will be postponed per team per season and 10 days notice in writing by email or postponement uh, by e- email or writing for postponement of any fixtures so you have to give plenty of notice and you're only allowed two per season then according to rule 43 of the Leinster uh, Senior League it goes on about well I'll read the full rule of this one because it's very kind of pertinent to to the way this ruling could go clubs failing to fill any fixture will be fined a maximum of 200 euros points will be awarded to their opponents and a score shall be 3-0 so that's happened twice mm. for already open before Sunday games cannot be called off by mutual consent unless the divisional fixture secretary sanctions his approval in addition 3 points may also be deducted for the first non-appearance 6 points for the second plus 200 fine for the now this is where the, the rules should come into play, probably for Phoenix. For the third non-appearance, the team concerned will be expelled from the league. Um, failure for, of teams to fulfil vital league matches at the latter end of the season will result in the deduction of points at the commencement of the following season. So you would imagine, because Phoenix haven't fulfilled three of their fixtures, they would have to be expelled from the league, and then points may be deducted um, at the start of the next season if they go into Senior 1. Um, there's another rule that kind of relates to it as well uh, I'm not sure whether how much this relates to it, but it relates to a team withdrawing from the league a te- this is rule 23 of the Leinster Senior Football League a team withdrawing before the completion of the league programme during the playing season shall have their playing record expunged from the league records so that's where I came to the conclusion in the article that if um, Phoenix are expelled from the league 
their record would have to be expunged and that could have kind of major ramifications that's the thing you, like you know I wouldn't be a stickler for rules myself but like they're the rules so the, the thing what's interesting probably the people that's listening and us is what does it do for the league table um, so basically they're kind of blessed if like you're gonna have to get a math. Imagine if they'd won a few games, you'd be getting mathematicians out, be walking out. You'd be, you'd be, it was lucky actually. Was when kind of blessed that they've lost so many games. When I did the league table the other night, after um, Phoenix, if if they were expunged, uh, if their results were expunged from the league, it took a while to do that league table up, but it did kind of have you know it did kind of create a big difference in the league, and, and I suppose that the two ones that would have benefited, uh, well, there's a few who benefited from it. Um, St. Patsy Y drew with um, Phoenix during the year so because they, they already taught according to the league table well they only got a point for that game well everybody else is losing 6 points Patsy Y are only losing 1 point there so it's not as if they're benefiting the, but mm. because they did badly and, and they, they knew the t- the, they, the yeah, and, so, and Fairhouse Clover as well uh, jumped up the table as well I think they went on, for the other night uh, when the table was done, they went from ninth up to sixth, mm. um, and like the, a lot of teams like Wayside were and UCD were plunged right back yeah, down, yeah. like they were down to eighteen points or whatever the other night. Uh, looking at the table now, obviously there's been games played since then, and I haven't got the, the calculator out since then to, to go through what the ramifications are. But at the top end as well, what I thought, yeah, Crumlin beat Phoenix by eleven goals to nil in one of the games, and I think uh, a few other goals. And I don't know what, what score they beat them in the second game or whether they played them twice or not. But the eleven goals, if they're taking off Crumlin and the, and it, quite possibly the league title race is so close this season, uh, it could come down to goal difference. So eleven goals is a massive. I think they went down from plus. 19 or plus 22 down to 11 or something like that by my table the other day so that could make a um, a huge difference at the top end of the table now you know because I suppose in some ways it's fair everybody loses the points and but what kind of makes it a little bit unfair is at this t- stage of the season um, when teams kind of thought they were in a certain position uh, fighting for a promote, uh, fighting for uh, against relegation or fighting for the league title or whatever and then to have t- points taken away from them uh, and I think that's why well, I have to say it hasn't been done yet no it hasn't been done yet and that's why I was just be interesting to, to see if, they, if they've played this weekend um, well they're not down for a fixture this weekend and uh, as far as I'm aware there's an LSL meeting on uh, tonight which is Thursday I could be wrong on that but that's what I heard and it really is up to the league to, to deal with that fast because you know the faster they sort that it out it's safe for to give everyone's 3-0 wins doesn't it because um, it's parity across the board yeah, but it's parity well, across the board to give everybody zero points for the games as well. Yeah, but if you if you lo- if you lost to them, then it's well, I suppose it all works the same, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, nice. you know, it's it's you're either giving people six yeah, points or you're yeah, giving yeah. people no points. Everybody's the same, but but what you know what complicates it is teams were going into games thinking you know if you've beaten Phoenix twice already this season, you thought you had six points more yeah, than you yeah. did, and now you're plunged back down, you know, uh, to. You know, six points less, and now you're into a relegation, a, a tough relegation battle. Now that you thought you had six points more, um, you know it, it does. When you look at the two different tables, you know, there was um, there was definitely a difference in there, and you can see, like, you know, I'm sure teams will have a lot to say about it if there's a meeting. And, and from what you know, kind of air perspective, looking outside in, seems like a well-run league. Obviously, there was them issues where you know that were being raised last week, but you know, it's. There's quality sides throughout. It's it's tight. It's tense. But top man, bop, bop, top, man top, top, top man, bop, <laughs> bop man top, and um, or it's sad to see that you know one side where the whipping boys struggle to field, especially well, when I think teams. The, the problems come and in. They there. made the FAI. They made the FAI senior cup last year. And yeah, had yeah. Good runs. Uh, 
And I, any time I watched them, they were decent. They had your man that plays for Bangor now, Luke Fitzgibbons, or on the wing, and then one of them, one or two lads that play for. Uh, no, what's that side yeah. in the that had a cup run from sort River Valley? River Valley, yeah. One or two of their players, decent players. Yeah, John Brophy off Drunkondra as well, started last season as well. And um, so yeah, they did a decent enough side, and then it just to, to go like that is. You know, it's sad to see. Yeah, I think like they obviously struggled at the start of the season, and then they nearly fouled it at Christmas. Um, and for whatever reason, that didn't happen. And I think they lost a good few players, and then like what the, the players that are there now at the moment, I think are probably a mixture of Saturday players and whatever, whatever else. Like I, I don't want people thinking we're witch hunting Phoenix here, and you know, no, 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 asking for them to be, to be expelled yeah. from the league because I'd never like to see any team being expelled from the league. But when it comes down to it rules are rules and if you do fail to fulfil fixtures um, just from a rules perspective like you know they, well, not, we wouldn't, I wouldn't be calling for them to, to for the LSL to do anything it, like it's up to themselves and their members to make a decision we're just saying this can have implications bottom on top of the table now, yeah, so and and that's why I'd say it, need, it needs to be sorted out fast because uh, I think teams who are in that relegation fight in particular need to know where they stand. very very soon where they stand whether they're six points less at the moment or whether they're you know four points down or whatever in certain, in certain cases if you drew with them or whatever so um, yeah it, it, it's a um, it's a strange one that needs to be sorted out and soon they were, they were positive enough at the start of the season when did we interview Vernon out there and they were you know they probably needed one or two more players he was thinking but they yeah but Vernon left them at Christmas Vernon McAllen who had took over last season uh, uh, I think through to war commitments or whatever and that was kind of the start I won't say the start of the end but like you know after that I think they might have lost mm. a few players when he left and the team nearly folded then and then for whatever reason as I said they, they got the team to stay up um, I'd hope if they do get expelled that they, they don't kind of go out of uh, our business and well, whatever I think they should spelled, you just automatically I think they'd, get, they'd be relegated and they'd go down to senior one well, they're relegated anyway well they're relegated anyway yeah but that's what I'm saying I hope they don't like because they're relegated to our business in senior Sunday how are you feeling in senior one well there's always the summer to get a team together you know that's like there's, you can do a rebuilding job in any club over the summer if you get the right manager in you get to someone who has good connections to players like you know you can build a squad there mm. it, it can happen at any club you know um, like if you look at look at any club look at Tolkien when Paul Doyle took over they weren't challenging for a title but he came in and brought in a load of new players and they were up challenging for the title last season and to a certain extent this season so you know it was a rebuilding job there so um, not to the same extent as you'll probably have at Phoenix but there, at any club you'll have a rebuilding job and if you get the right manager in who knows a lot of players and has a lot of connections there's no you know there's no no saying that they, they won't get a very decent side again uh, next season and, and challenge to come back up again you know they are a big club they've been around for years since they merged years ago I think it was Ashtown Villa was the old Phoenix Very years amazing. ago Ashtown Villa yeah uh, over by the Phoenix Park they were and then you know they merged with another club I can't recall which other club to form Phoenix you know and they've good set up over in Scribblestown mm. lovely Astro and stuff like that over there so uh, hopefully if they do get expelled or whatever happens that they, you know they don't fouled completely and they do have a side for next season I suppose leading on from the controversy of that the mother of all. The mother of all. Jesus Christ! <laughs> uh, trying to write headlines for for this title race is, 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 is many times have you wrote people off. And I haven't once. And you yeah, yeah, wrote back. Yeah, <laughs> I'm out on you. You, you <coughs> bang goes Crumlin's title. Hopes it was. And then what was that? What was your one? Crumlin bang, bang back, back in, in it. It. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It's impossible because every every time. Uh, there's a new set of matches on. I, I, I have me little kind of permutations thinking, right, if someone saw win this, like we were saying last uh, in the past few days, right, it's in Crumlin's hands now. If they win all their games, the top of the table, they three and three games in hand. 
if they win all their games they're top of the table and then they go out and lose against UCD last night it's it's like it's the craziest league I've ever come across well, because UCD haven't won since February and Crumlin going out there you know on a bit of form trying to keep the pressure up on Bluebell and then you get a one niller like it's shocking like it's that type of league and I think even uh, I seen a comment from uh, James Lee the Crumlin player on our Facebook earlier on today and he said as well it's the beauty of the league top can be beaten by bottom and it, it always happens around this time of year because I think if you remember last year Patsy Woy beat um, Tolke Patsy Woy was struggling and beat Tolke Doyle says it's the three up three down thing yeah. that helps with that and if last year wasn't an unexciting finish, but it was a two horse race. Yeah. Now this is. I don't know how many in it even though. Because like, I, I was writing an article last night on on Tolka being beaten. That like Tolka being beaten as well. They're on a, a pretty terrible run at the moment. It looked like they'd arrested it by uh, winning at the weekend. There, I think it was against Glebe They beat at the weekend, was it? Yeah, and then lost and the fair house last. Night. Uh, lost the fair house last Wednesday, and then lost the fair house again this week, which was like you know you probably could have put last week's run down to a bit of a shock because fair house are struggling, looking mm. at the league table, and then. Again, they lost 2-0 against Fairhouse last night, and I was writing the article last night, and I was saying, well, that kind of puts paid to Tolka's title hopes, and then I'm saying to myself, should I even write that, because in a week's time, they'll probably be back in it again, like, you know, it's... going. if you look at it, like, you could probably put a little bit of sense on it, Bluewell had a few players missing for a couple of weeks. Um, last week we seen them against Colester. And they lost. Um, and they just hadn't got the same certainty at the back. So I think yesterday he put instead of bringing up someone from the Saturday side, he put uh, John Cleary in there with his brother, wasn't it? Um, Andrew Cleary's brother. Well, yeah, I think and so. Two Clearys he put. So you know, it had that bit of experience, and it's kind of made a difference. And he played really well. Yeah, didn't and, when, he? and when it came to, you know, when it came to the fight, it was a, it wasn't a great game against Drums yesterday. Like, I actually, well, it was a tense type. It wasn't it? It wasn't the purest game. No, it was. No. Yeah, it was it? It was an enjoyable. It wasn't a lot of free flowing football, yeah, I suppose. And. When they came to the battle, then you know people are saying, "Oh, the blue bell bottle." But uh, I think against Colester, we seen they were full of effort, endeavour, and fight. They just uh, probably lacked that little bit of goil, or maybe they were missing two or I three. I think they were missing players. a few players as missing, well. Yeah. yeah. So Gar Cooney pops up with a, you know, he's the go-to man when you want a goal, and doesn't score bad goals really. Um, the Reggie Cray of Bluebell. Yeah. <laughs> the Frank Lampard, and then um, so and I think if you look at it, maybe there's they had their slump now. You know they had the four or five bad games. People come back strong. You know their slump is over. So again, it's I back think it like could the, come down to how Crumlin do against the likes of Drums and Bluebell when they played them. Like because and that, that cup final this weekend is massive. As we'll well, get to that later. Don't be don't be ruining that, that preview. <laughs> but that could set a tone. Like that could set a tone for like if one win can you know make you lose confidence gain confidence like that should be a massive confidence boost and for Blue Bell yesterday and then results went the other way like they, sc- they scored four against the meanest defence out there yeah that, like, uh, actually now that you mentioned that like we were talking about that before the game mm. yesterday we were looking at the drunk Drunkondra defence and they have conceded uh, 20 all season but they don't like obviously before yesterday it was only 16 uh, which was phenomenal like you know they've and I think that's been the cornerstone of Drunkondra's success this season is that obviously having the meanest defence in the league um, I was I, I think I was saying it to one or two last night I, I don't know how the likes of Brendan Lee hasn't got a call up to the international setup, just even for a look at him like you know and you think so see, because he, he's not 6 foot 6 or something you know do you think it's that it could be that simple he's not um, well there's 
Because he's not definitely not a bad defender. Now I've only seen him two or I three think he's a superb defender. And yeah. like, uh, what I'm saying is, I'm not saying he should be in the squad or whatever or the mm. final twenty. But have him in to have a look at him. I think he's a great defender. But well, and it, all, and, it, and, it, and the other guy, uh, Clancy as well, who's in beside him, um, another great defender as well. Like so, they've really. I think that's been the cornerstone of their success this Steve. Not saying they're not good going forward as mm. well. Um, well. They had a few injuries yesterday to us themselves, haven't they? Yeah, they, I think, well, they brought them out, Philly McDonough come on John and Brophy. John Brophy come on, but I don't think they were at full fitness, but they come on uh, during the game. But for Bluebell, it was a, a massive win to beat them 4-1 uh, to kind of re-kind of stamp their authority on that league now. And it is kind of in all, it's in Bluebell's hands now. I know we were saying it was in Crumlin's hands because if Crumlin won all their games in hands. Yeah, it's back in Bluebell's hands. But Bluebell now are 11 points clear of Crumlin, I think. Yeah, and, uh, like the, There was moments in there where individuals showed real sort of fight like because I don't know did we get a tweet or something the blue bottlers or something uh, so, well when when blue bell lost last week someone said oh yeah, blue bottlers yeah, are at it yeah. again or something so, like that because you had Gary Cooney popping up with a goal when needed because it was tight it was tense it, the def- nobody shirking tackles but um, Adji's for you know and they're under a bit of pressure 2-1 in the second half and he it was like a rugby winger running just to get yards like he just put his head down burst through you know, down the I think it was the left twice, the right the tour time, just to relieve. And pressure. the fourth goal came from and him, burst up the right wing the as well. Oh, it was the tour yeah. one, was it? Yeah. Um, but and like, so there was individual standout performances there, and and it was a top of the table clash when the pressure was on. Yeah, like as I said, it's all in Bluebell's hands <coughs> now because um, who's going to win it? Well, Bluebell <laughs> are top yet. Jesus, I don't know, like because like. I'm looking at the league table here now. Crumlin have played 20 and they're on 38 points. They have three games in hand over Bluebell. If they win those three games in hand, of which Bluebell is one of those games, and I think Truncondra might be one of them as well, um, if they win their three games in hand, they're still two points but behind Bluebell. Bluebell can't be a, a game in hand. What do you mean? Because if they play Bluebell, they're both playing at the same time. So they have three games oh, in yeah, hand yeah, and yeah. a game against Bluebell. Yeah, so, so they have the, pos- the possibility to win three games, at, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah. If they yeah. Bluebell, get- they can... So yeah, yeah. Actually, now I'm getting confused. So, yeah. So so it is still all in Crumlin's hands. Yeah. If well, Crumlin win all the games, Bluebell and Crumlin's hands basically. Well, yeah. If if, if Bluebell win all the games, though. Yeah. Well, it, yeah. If, yeah. If, it's it's those two teams, though, isn't it? Because. Um, but you never know. Like if UCD can beat Crumlin, and UCD lost three 0 to Wayside the week previous, hadn't won in a league game since February. Look, and by the way, we're going off the league table that is unaltered. Um, that, ha- that anybody has the like, points um, haven't been taken away. From teams. One weekend can change it all again. Like it's sad to see, like Talcott, you know, they, you have to say that they're gone now. Well, I was just this as I was writing this last night. I looked at it right, and I said, "Right, surely it's all got gone out now." They've played twenty-one games and they've thirty-seven points. But if which means they've two games in hand on Bluebell. If they win those two games in hand, they're up to forty-three points. They're only five points behind Bluebell. You can't see all the teams above them at the moment imploding. Yeah. Like you're not just trying to catch one at the, for them, if you know what I mean. Yeah, well that well if it's they, a strange run of results for for Tog, you yeah, think this was, could with Crumlin having a bad start to this year, this could have been if this was last year they'd have it wrapped up now. Yeah, exactly. Well without a doubt with the amount of points yeah, they were on, I think they only had lost at this stage of the season last season they'd only lost one or two games mm-hmm. and then like obviously they, they they ended up losing four in the end. Like yeah, uh, if you look at the league table now, Bluebell have lost four this season and drew four. Jeez. I think that's what Tolka were on at, uh, at the end of last season. Crumlin um, only lost one or two yeah, last Crumlin year. Crumlin had lost one. They've lost six already this season. At the other end of the table, it's hard to tell the until the Phoenix situation is, is sorted out. Um, but at the moment, 
does any team for, really from Patsy Y who are in sixth? That's what I think is phenomenal about this league. A team in sixth place, right the way down to uh, because of three up, three down, down to the fourteenth position. Obviously, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, they're going down. Uh, but up as far as sixth place, you have Patsy Y who are on thirty-two points, and then obviously Phoenix are, are going to go down because they're only on four, five points mm. at the moment. But then in twelfth place, you have, you have Greystones on twenty-five points. So like and Joints Glebe are on twenty five as well and Glebe North are on so you're going to have to look at who, who has games in hand. Um, well, Glebe have games in hand on UCD above them and tenth. They've two games in hand, but they're three points behind. They've games in hand on Malahoyed as well, um, who are four points behind, but they've two games in hand on them. Mm. They've three games in hand on Bangor, who are on twenty nine points. You know, mm. Bangor could Bangor, be dragged yeah. right back into a fairhouse. Literally any team from six down, say Patsy Y, Fairhouse, Bangor, Malahoyed, UCD, Glebe North. Greystones or Wayside, any of them could go down, and that's to me that's phenomenal. Like you know, as much as it's a, I'll say this scene, it is a great, great league, like for excitement, tension, and and quality. Like if you, like Patsy, why aren't a a team devoid of quality? And Fairhouse Clover of quality players, banger. Yeah, no, like Malahoy, a good young side. Like Jesus, yeah, it is. I haven't seen enough of UCD now. But it is, like it's a, it is, I think what makes... Glaive, Glaive have Rory O'Connor up front. Yeah. Gee, like, so there's quality in all them sides, so it's going to, it probably will be like, there'll be superstars out of it, as if, if Thomas Dunn became the superstar of St. Pat's last year, I think there's going to be a superstar, superstar coming out of this relegation yeah, battle. Superstar again this year, he chipped in with another two goals last night in, yeah. the, in the crucial game against Wayside to win 2-0, like, and that really uh, kind of... Uh, hurt Wayside's chances of staying up, like you know, because they've played twenty three and they're on twenty four points. So uh, they're looking favourites to be one of the ones that will go down. Wayside would uh, certainly, but like I've I've heard the arguments before, you know, people saying about the the Leinster Senior League and the AUL and stuff like that. I think what you know, people who like the AUL will always say, "Oh, the AUL's a better league." And that's fair enough. If that's what they like watching, that's what they like watching. And people who watch the Leinster Senior League will always say, "Well, oh, the Leinster Senior League is a lot better." And, and because if that's what they like watching, we but watch from, both. But I watch say? both. <laughs> well, I watch both, and I tell you one thing: I've thoroughly enjoyed watching Leinster Senior League this season because of the league title race, and because the difference is like what we seen last night. UCD could be Crumlin who are chasing for the title, or um, anybody can be the top Malahoy teams. Blue Bell last week a struggling team struggling with relegation can be um, the top team that doesn't happen in the AUL if you look at last season you didn't get anybody beating Kilbarrick and Sheriff you know other than you know I think Kevin's might have beat Kilbarrick or whatever and that was a a shock result like a big big shock whereas in the LSL when it happens it's a bit of a shock but it's kind of expected to a certain degree as well that one of the one of the lower teams will beat one of the top teams and it's more likely to happen and I think that's what makes it a little bit more of an exciting league even when Crumlin only lost one last year there was a couple of three towers, a couple of last minute goals. It's not they're not seven and eight nil walk over. Yeah, like, yeah, like uh, sheriff are, are demolishing teams and yeah, no, the sheriff the would definitely be ch- if they were put in the LSL would probably would challenge. Ah, they would definitely be challenging for the title. And a lot of people will say, oh, "I'm mad saying even they challenge for it." We did walk it, and yeah. I'd I probably agree with them. Sheriff probably would, you know, definitely be at the very top of that uh, division. They're such a, such a good side. Uh, but other than that, other than sheriff. Um, you know, this season, maybe St. Paul's Artane and, and Collinstown, um, you know, they would be in, in around the mix. I don't know whether they'd be in title challenging in the LSL because there's a lot of strong clubs there in that in that LSL, so it would be difficult for them. So, I don't know, like, this season I really enjoyed the LSL. It's definitely a more exciting uh, division than the AUL Premier A this season. I don't know how they arrest that in the, in the AUL Premier A. I, I think I said it last season, what might have been a good idea 
when they were having all the trouble with teams leaving to go to the LSL and you know they were promoting teams up from sixth in one division to go up to the next division and stuff like that I thought what the AOL should have done last year was scrap Premier C and done a Premier A and a Premier B and 15 teams in each division and do the three up three down thing and I think that would create a more exciting thing coming up from Premier B and Premier A because you have a lot more teams scrapping it's, it's what happens with the, AS, uh, the LSL since they did it it's created much more exciting and it finishes to the season. And it all the way down. Yeah, exactly. Like, you know, cause it, it's not just the three at the bottom who are... Mm. You know, it's it's the tr- it's four or five above the three at the bottom who and are scrapping as well. And then the league below and so forth. And exactly, exactly. You know, so. you, more teams have targets to play for coming to the end of the season. If you're fifth and sixth when there's only two and go, two going up, you know, in, in senior 1B, you're not playing, but you're playing for that towards back to go up exactly, in senior yeah. 1B. So, like, maybe maybe the powers senior that be in the AUL might be listening to us, <laughs> <laughs> um, might listen to my advice, although somehow I doubt it. Um, but, no, it'd be actually interesting, we haven't had much feedback on the podcast, it'd be interesting if people got on to us and let us know if their opinions. Of a, of, of a league that's similarly tight and similarly exciting as well, let us know and we'll... Yeah, we we'll maybe it. have a look at it and, and have a bit of a chat about it. Obviously, you know we can be a little bit Dublin centric on this show because we get we to see a lot of bus fares to, <laughs> to Limerick and Cork <laughs> and wherever else. But you know we would love to cover more leagues in depth. Or if anybody wants to come on the show, I keep on saying this before, but if anybody wants to come on and talk to us about their league uh, and tell us about their title race, we have no problem having people on the show. You're more than welcome. Just give us a shout on Facebook or email or Twitter or whatever, and we'll get you on. Uh, there's no problem. But have, keep an eye out on this. The, the final few weeks of this league yeah. no matter where you are <laughs> yeah. uh, and of course we'll keep you updated on it uh, with all, all reports of all the games uh, in the run-in it's going to be very exciting um, moving on I suppose have we exhausted that a little bit we'll move on to the uh, the FEI Senior Cup draw was made yesterday have you got your sheet there Jenny or you have mine and we can go through it I'll let you read it out because I'm waffling away and I'm I don't think we need to well I'll, I'll just go through the only we'll go yeah, through the, so the who the uh, Paul Doyle's Tolka home against Waterford. Liffey Wanderers away to at Lone Town. Cover Wanderers versus Avondale. That's nice enough as well, isn't yeah. it? Um, then you've Cockhill versus Mactus. I think they played this season. Yeah, they did. They played in the in the intermediate cup. You missed the other one just above that one. Longford versus Finn. No, Eden Derry. Oh, Eden Derry versus Derry City. Yeah, Jane, that's a nice that's, game for them as yeah, well. Big I'd game for Eden Derry. I'd say they would have loved to go to Derry for the yeah. just the occasion. Um, North End away to Galway that's a huge yeah. massive game uh, Colester versus Cove Ramblers um, Oh Sheriff away to UCD UCD FC so that's the it's the uh, League of Ireland side yeah, yeah. Um, Pats versus Shamrock Rovers but not saying Pat, uh, Pats CY Pats Athletic that's, Pats a, big that's a big one yeah. Yeah. Uh, Bowes host Fairhouse and Crumlin travel to Sligo Right, so they're they're all the amateur teams that are in it. We won't go into the League of Ireland ones because we leave that to our colleagues who extra cover time extra time and, and League of Ireland, RTE and, and all those who, who cover those uh, type of things. But we'll we'll I suppose go through Tolka Rovers against Waterford, and th- these games are supposed to be played on the weekend of the thirty first of May. So um, that will be two weeks after the FAI Intermediate Cup final for Tolka. Um, would, would there be a lot of you know? Is it full swings? I presume Talca will still have league games to go. They well. will, like so. Oh, be it full won't swing. Be, yeah, so it won't be summer holiday mode just as of yet. So no, be interesting games. Like it's hard to know. Like some clubs, I think honestly, won't have any interest in this. Even at the season over, I think you know because in the next round, it's it's at the start of next year nearly, isn't it? I, think, it? I don't know. I'm only speculating here, right? But 
I could I would argue that Sheriff might look at this game and think to themselves, you know, we're not going to win the FAI Senior Cup. Listen to me, what I'm saying. I know you're making faces at me here now. St. Francis. Get rid of your romance for a minute. Valentine's Day is (laughs) over, right? I'm just... Now, I'm only speculating. I don't know whether this is going to happen. But I'm looking at it I'm saying, Sheriff might think to themselves, right, they might have other cup finals coming up, like a Nivea Cup final or a Liddy Cup final, if they get to those finals or whatever else. They might... And uh, the week... Three weeks in a row, actually. Sheriff are going to have the FAI Junior Cup final on May 17th. Yeah. May 24th, they're going to have... Uh, Collinstown, the Leinster Junior Cup final, mm. and then the following week they have UCD. What do you play football for? Right, will you listen? Just listen to what <laughs> like, I'm saying. You can't be mad that if you're in finals, finals. No, finals. You can't not, be you're not. It's not. The point I'm saying is they might not give it or put as much effort into it as they, because they might have bigger games coming up after that they're more likely to win, like a trophy, like a, a league cup or uh, or something like that. They or crucial league games or whatever. No, that's just me speculating. But there's other sides, obviously, who will view it as a great opportunity to play Wanderers won't, probably won't get there again for an, a long time well if they go intermediate yeah, yeah. well they're not going to have a chance truly so that it's a huge game for Liffey Wanderers to mm. test themselves so you know Tolkid they lost the Pats fairly heavily this year in the what was that the, the EA, EA Sports, Sports Cup like, right, so we go through them one by one Tolkid I think will will put out a strong side and they'll they'll fancy I haven't, having a go against I haven't Warford. seen too much of Waterford this year but like, but it's a, it's a big game at home as at well level, in Frank yeah. Cook Park it, it's nice to have a League of Ireland side yeah. over to your home pitch and stuff like that um, ok then Athlone Liffey Wanderers away big game for Liffey Wanderers two weeks after yeah. their FRI FRO, Junior Cup final uh, and it's great to pitch your wits, pitch your wits against uh, a League of Ireland side as well so that'd be a massive game for them then that uh, all what I heard oh. someone call all oh, Cork as well, but someone called it an all non-league game yesterday. <laughs> it's mad hearing uh, the amateur football being called non-league, but I suppose that's what it is when you look at it compared to a professional game. Um, Cove Wanderers um, against Avondale, and like you say, is there a bit of spice there? Yeah. Well, they lost a few players to Cove yeah. and and stuff like that, and um, Cove kind of a team on the up at the moment. They, they just got uh, well, they're getting promoted up to mm. the top division. I'm nearly sure. Um, and Avondale who are not having the, the best of the seasons by their standards so it'll be a good game massive game for Eden Derry Town yeah. right? they're not even uh, a Leinster senior so they're senior one uh, Eden Derry so f- they had a good run in the Intermediate Cup this season um, for, so for them to be hosting Derry you know, City a League of Ireland Premier yeah. Division game that's a Flags massive galore. yeah it's a massive, massive game for them crowd, so yeah. like they'll be giving it everything um, so this is kind of getting to the point I was making about Sheriff. As I said, Sheriff are used to playing cup finals, big games against League of Ireland sides. Eden Derry probably haven't played a League of Ireland side in a long time. Yeah, well, Eden Derry wouldn't be likely to win, whereas Sheriff could definitely give UCD a go. Yeah, well, that's true. Then the other all all non-league game, I suppose, for I'd be upset for that if, I'd, if you know, you're thinking, oh, well, maybe we're going to shoot to the next round, but you'd, I'd be upset if I didn't draw a League of Ireland. So. Cockhill against Mockers. Well, Cockhill have been. Oh, sorry, Mockers have beaten Cockhill. They've beaten uh, Cockhill already this season, so they'll fancy their chances there. Um, and again, like I suppose for the winner of that, you're into the third round of the FBI, so and you've, you're more of a chance of drawing, I suppose, a bigger League of Ireland mm. club because there's better clubs going to be going through. Um, again, North End United, massive away toy to Galway United. Nice trip down to Galway. Um, fair play to North End, actually. They beat UCC in the previous round, yeah. um, the fourth round. And that, like UCC have beaten two League of Ireland sides already this season but for North End to beat them 4-0 I think uh, was was a huge result is there result. any sort of uh, thing where UCD or UCC because they're the college's side that they flare between the you know because if they're not doing so great in the league is there 
some players are available during college times and then I don't know what way that works honestly no. Johnny I don't know college teams are always a bit of a, kind of a confusing know. point for mm-hmm. me because I don't know what way what th- what players you can bring in and uh, even with UCD in the Leinster Senior League I don't I think they can promote li- players that up to the League of Ireland and there's players that drop yeah. down and stuff like that so I don't know what way that works really but um, what was nice for North End United actually was um, the fact that the they beat UCC but UCC had beaten Wexford Youths in the previous round mm-hmm. so it was a nice little bit of bragging rights we beat the team that beat the, the pro side yeah, from Wexford yeah. you know so fair play to North End did I mention that North End won the, the league title and um, no you have that for your, your after thoughts have you not no we thought like, that was in there somewhere how did I miss that Um I think I missed that if I, if I did miss it anyway I don't know whether I did mention it but they won the league title uh, at the weekend there and the cup, league cup final um against Shamrock Rovers of Wexford not Shamrock Rovers from Dublin uh, coming this Sunday I, I think I might miss that but anyway a great season for North End making the semi-final of the FEI Junior as well so uh, fair play to them Colester against Cove Ramblers that's it oh, now, down in Haddon Park I, oh, I'm looking forward that, to that yeah. one I, I think that would be a good game because um, Cove Ramblers are hardly like you know one of the the mega sides of League of Ireland so Colester will fancy their chances of giving them a run for their money down in Haddon Park and it's always Colester games are always enjoyable to watch yeah interesting line as well yeah definitely yeah Inter- Yeah, I, I'm, I, I'm actually going to try to get to that one if I can there's going to be obviously there's going to be a lot of games to, mm. to choose from but I would like to see that one now we get to UCD and Sheriff. We might right. brush over it no we're not going to brush over it now because ain't gonna try it, no I'm not saying that I think Sheriff could beat UCD and I, I think even if Sheriff um you know what I mean by I think no matter who Sheriff will go out against they try I'm not, I don't mean it as we're going to go out here and you know we're not going to you know we're not going to try I think Sheriff's mentality no matter who they play against they're going to want to win but I'm just saying they might not put the emphasis on it of winning that they would on certain other cups or whatever you know what I mean because they did it um, was it this season they didn't even field their first team in the Leinster Senior Cup um, just because they were, you know, they, this is a team that just plays. It, it wins so yeah, but much. This is the end of the season. Yeah, but the, the problem is, if they win this, they've more games to play then at the start of the next season, and it, it they don't get a break. So the more games and the more competitions they're in, sometimes. What about that? The start of next season, and then they haven't had a break in about four or five years. That's the problem. They're getting about three weeks pre-season every well, every uh, three weeks break, and then back into pre-season. I'm not saying that they're not going to try it or whatever, but as I said in the Leinster Senior Cup, they didn't put out their first team. They put out their. Probably the Premier B side of it. Right, listen, we'll Same agree to disagree. <laughs> agree to disagree on that one, yeah? No, I probably, I'm taking on your point, but I'd be, I'd be upset. But if Sheriff do put out a full team in this one, um, I'd like to see that because I think Sheriff could well, upset. We've seen them against Longford, UCD. but Longford didn't even put out a full team against them. Did Longford they? had a, people were saying and that. Sheriff, time. Longford had a very uh, strong team out that day. Now, they played five lads who were, weren't first team regulars, but there was a lot of first team regulars in the Longford team. Longford scored two very early goals in the first five minutes, and, and Sheriff, Sheriff batted them yeah, for the for the ninety or the eighty five minutes yeah. afterwards, and, and should have won it. Um, so Sheriff are well capable of giving any league of Ireland side uh, a run for the money. So I I would fancy if Sheriff put out a full uh, strength side for that, I'd fancy their chances against UCD. Uh, Bohemians against Fairhouse Clover. That's a that's a huge game for Clover as well. Yeah. Uh, who obviously had a great run to the semi final of the Intermediate Cup. Um, two good results against Talca recently. And sprinkled with decent players in that side as well. Like, uh, just never get a run of fixtures in the league. Isn't um, there? Wasn't there a Fairhouse player who went to Bowes at the start of the season? Was it Lee Stacey, the goalkeeper? Keeper, yeah. yeah. Was it? Was that who it was? Yeah. Yeah. So, like, I wonder will he get a game against his former club? But um, so uh, yeah, that's a huge game for Clover playing in Daly Mount and stuff like that. So um, it'd be a really good game to go to. 
Hopefully, I might try to get to that one. It's so many to choose from. I don't. Know, like, hopefully, they don't all fall on the on the one day. Hopefully, they're sprinkled well, out on a Friday, Saturday, to, Sunday. You're better off going to to, to Bowes. You get your old press box, your cup of tea, you put your laptop out. <laughs> <laughs> You'll be freezing in Calesta just on the between the. Nah, dugouts. give me a sideline any day over a press box. I prefer the sideline any day. Um, and there's there's one you can go to Johnny off the Sligo with you. <laughs> Send you down to Sligo the, on the budget. No problem. I'll be down there for the weekend. That's a great game as well. Uh, and as we said before in the past, Crumlin always give a League of Ireland side a good run for yeah. the money. Always, um, there seem to be the one side actually. Well, Sheriff well, always do as well. But seen them. Draw they, they gave them a run. Yeah, and then and they took the extra time. And Pats, they they were back they were in, in. They, they were well in the game. Yeah. And then the yeah. change of shape kind of. So and it was probably fitness levels and quality as Sligo well. Sligo are not having the best of seasons this season either, so um, it could be an upset on the cards in that one there. So oh, just give know. us one or two upsets. Uh, I know one or two. Yeah. It'd be great, yeah. Although we'd be working until June or July instead of taking a break. Oh, I don't tonight. mind if we get a few upsets. I don't mind oh, walking, walking right through the months. summer. Um, so that's the yeah. So that's the FEI Senior Cup draw, which, as I said, the matches should be played on the weekend of May. 34th I think Sunday is 34th I think so they're supposed to be on that weekend right what else have we to cover um, we're getting back to LSL stuff this is a very LSL packed uh, show this well, week isn't it well games this week wasn't Not, it well there is there's a few there's a splatter in the games actually now that we mention AOL before I go on to this I have to give a shout out to Sandy Hill Shangan who are having a great season um, they won I think they'd won five in a row I think in the in the AOL Premier A they lost against Sheriff Um after to end that run, but then they they won again after that. Like so, they're they're right up the table. Like for a team that's been kind of struggling the past few seasons at the bottom end of the table, they're up to I think the fifth in the table this season. So they're having a great season. So congratulations to them. Uh, just wanted to give them a shout out before I forgot about it. We'll talk about the Charlie Cattle Cup final on this Sunday now. Uh, Blue Bell United against Crumlin. Johnny, how's that gonna go? <laughs> you can't call that, but whatever, well, no way. Whatever way it goes is gonna be a. Uh, you know, it'll have league title ramifications. It's a cup final. How can it have league title ramifications? Give someone a bit of momentum or a bit of a knock, or it, and it'll be. So you telling me if Crumlin beat Bluebell, the title is going to Crumlin? No, but it'll give Crumlin that little bit more impetus, and going into that game, they're always tight games though. Bluebell beat Crumlin recently, didn't they? One nil, wasn't that the league? Yeah, and last year I think I think they were one nilers as well. Um, definitely the one in the Red Cow was one nil. I remember. Martin Lockwood after the game saying that look with two quality keepers like that was always going to just come down to one goal, um, but there's quality all over both them, um, both sides like sprinkled through and um, where uh, uh, interestingly enough where where has it been played? Belfield on Sunday. So I, think, nice I think it's Christmas um, I think it's at two or two o'clock. I think don't quote me on that and check up on. Uh, the website and whatever else uh, be, for, the, for the official time of that. But I think it's still o'clock. Not in the bowl. It's just in the UCD one out the back. Is it? Um, I don't actually know. Where, I, I presume well, it's still bowl the, for a the couple. The size of the pitch and the surface might play a part. Like if it, who would assume? Who are you going to like? Well, if it, be careful not to insult people here now. I'm not insulting anyone. I, I, I wouldn't call it. But you like oh, Crumlin would play a little bit more football. You know, blue better percentages and they like uh, you know their physical side. You, you wouldn't doubt like um, they like to lay down a marker. Um, but, but it's, uh, in saying that as well, Bluebell this season, like as much as you know, I suppose traditionally you wouldn't have seen them as 
a football inside as I you know, I don't mean that in a disrespectful way like you know but you but this season with the likes of Adji uh, with the with Izzy Akinley and every, stuff like that there's a lot of skill and pace yeah. in that side as well when they're breaking forward and no but every like alright they're physical they're strong and they they don't mind you know going up top early or you know it's not it's not route one it's direct you know what I mean they don't yeah. mind torn defences early but they'll always have a sprinkler of a, of a lovely footballer in midfield it's just I suppose yesterday, going back to that match, they didn't just there was no midfield really to, for was, either side. Yeah, yeah, so it was probably just the game that was in it. Um, but like Crumlin would like to would play definitely would play a lot more from the back than Bluebell. That's fact. I, would, I don't think you're insulting anyone there. Whatever Bluebell are doing, they're doing right at the top of the table. Yeah, so yeah. And, and as you say, Izzy's a. I, I was actually impressed with Izzy's work rate as much as that. He was a play last season. You know, yeah. he was a play. He's um, some leap on him for like. Well, he's a tall lad anyway, but um, he, no, he could win. He could break the high jump world record. <laughs> the leap, but it, it, it's an interesting game on on all different levels, and you know a bit of silverware as well. Both both sides. Well, Crumlin potentially could win a treble this season. That's amazing. The Intermediate yeah. Cup, considering the start Crumlin had to yeah. the season. Like, this is what I think is the amazing story of Crumlin this season. By Christmas time, we are writing them off for everything. We are thinking, what a horrendous season they're having. We're ch- saying there's a changing of the guard. You know, new players Transition are going to have to come in. And James E. Lee gave us an interview at Christmas and says, don't write us off just yet. James uh, Nostradamus <laughs> Lee, as I'll forever call him after that. But like, it's amazing to think that they're in the Intermediate Cup final. They're in the Charlie Cattle Cup final. Potentially could win that. Uh, could win both of those and still in with a shout with the league title as well like, uh, which you know that, to me that's phenomenal mm-hmm. and it shows how far they've come since Christmas to put a good run together uh, and credit I suppose has to go to Martin Lockham for bringing back uh, certain players and bringing in certain players yeah. as and well it wasn't, it wasn't wholesale changes it was one or two just one or two yeah, yeah. and it, it's, it's had a, a marked uh, difference on, on that team but I think this is going to be a cracking cup final and I'm really looking forward about us going to that on Sunday oh, are we tossing the coin to see well it, was, it depends if it's if nothing else not many things to be on at 2 o'clock on a Sunday so yeah. we won't be missing that now we do but um, yeah it should be a cracking cup final and as I said like, I, I, I don't know whether it does have ramifications for the league I know I you think, think it, it does it'll give one of the sides a bit of momentum and a bit of it'll, add, it'll give you a little bit of confidence boost going into that league game but the flip side of that that's then, in Pierce Park but the flip well. side of that is does the fact that Bluebell have beaten Crumlin a few weeks ago does that have ramifications for this cup final then do they have the edge going into the cup final because they've beaten Crumlin there's an air of arrogance around, not a bad air of arrogance, like that sort of sort of sheriffness, like we are crumbling sort of things, like. So that won't affect them. One off game won't affect them, but if it's done twice, I don't, I don't know. This is it's all guesswork, but you get that feeling that, like, even sometimes I get the feeling when when they lost yesterday, they they look at each other and they like, all right, they have a bit of an argument, but they they walk out of the dressing room, and they smile, everyone thinks we're gone now, <laughs> like. Wait, we showed them sort of thing, you know. Yeah, look, there, there, there never seems to be any panic from Crumlin. They lose games, but there's never any kind yeah. of. It's so, always like, oh, don't worry, we'll be back. You yeah, know what I mean? It's you know, and they, and they do and they do come back, and that's like, well, because they, they've formed for it, haven't they? They've they've won so many by you know last game of the season, Cherry Orchard, they yeah. pipped them, and then Tolka two or three games of the season. Like they've been there, done it, and they they know the league, and they've. Ex- uh, like how many years has James E. Lee around? Yeah, and you know, so he's seen it, it so many times. So much experience in that side as well. Like, but even even the t- people who haven't won titles with the likes of Ross Carrig, like he's been around with Leicester and mm. St. Kevin's, and you know, won titles and stuff like that through the years. So the, the very experienced players there, um, who've come in as well, who've you know, internationals. I know Paddy Brophy's out injured now as well, but do you know what I mean? The standard of player he brought in, as well as the ones that he brought back in Buzzer and. And Kramer and stuff like that, like so. 
yeah, it's it's setting up to be a, a and you can be sure you won't be, stay at the intermediate cup next week. They, 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 yeah, well, that's the thing. Do you, do you arrest any players? No, or do you? we won't. No, you just take the risk. As he says, he, I think they go into every competition to win it. Yeah, yeah, you wouldn't look. Yeah, you wouldn't imagine them resting players just because it's an intermediate like, final. Although, uh, and then the league fixture backlog. No, they won't. But they no. probably won't. Right. So I suppose we look forward to that. Of course, we'll have live updates on the day uh, from the cup final, and we'll have a report straight after. A uh, full pitch side report we'll have straight after and all the rest. Um, so that, as well, there's other kind of big stuff coming up over the weekend around the country. Down in Wexford, as I mentioned, uh, North End United, who won the league, um, also have their cup final this Sunday down in Ferry Carrick Park against Shamrock Rovers uh, at 2.30pm. A phenomenal season for, for North End United. Uh, I know they'll be still very disappointed with losing out in the in the semi final of the FAI Junior because that would have been you know a pinnacle of a brilliant season. Mm. But like winning the league title Having and winning a cup, cup and an FAI uh, cup senior cup game to, to follow on, it kind of softens the blow of, mm. of losing um, losing the the semi finals for them. So they've had a really great season, and I I would honestly expect uh, North End United to be definitely in around the latter stages of the FAI Junior again next season. Um, I think I said to them after the game when they lost to Liffey Wonders, Liffey Wonders lost last season against. Uh, Ballinanti in the quarter final, and here they are in the final mm. this season. And I was saying to a few of the players from North End United uh, after the game, I was saying, "Listen, look at if you last. What are you smiling at me for? What are you doing? Giving personal advice. Personal advice. I'm an experienced football man. <laughs> <laughs> Putting an arm around the shoulder, a bit of consoling and stuff like that. No, I was. <laughs> I was. Listen uh, to me, son. Yeah, listen to me, son. I'll, I'll tell you how it is. No, but I, I honestly think they'll be they'll be definitely knocking on the door to get to the final next season. They're really strong, so I'd really talented players there and that will serve them well getting to the semi-finals this year and obviously lose them but they'll have a little bit more desire to get the final next season um, so best of luck to them in the in the final this weekend of the Wexford Cup I don't know a lot about Shamrock Rovers I haven't seen them so um, I can't comment on, on how that final is going to go down in Tipperary really exciting uh, finish to the league title I suppose this is as well not as exciting as the LSL but um, both sides level on games level on points and um, go into a league playoff this this uh, Saturday evening at six thirty. St Michael's against Clonmel. Uh, winner takes all. Two massive, massive sides in in uh, Tipperary South League. Um, uh, what's Michael? What Michael's won everything last year, didn't they? I so think they won. It, yeah, they won about five trophies last season. Um, this season now they. Well, they didn't win the Munster this season. Mm-hmm. They were knocked out of the Munster, knocked out of the FEI. So, the league title and a cup, I think, is the ones that are, they're in this season. Um, but, but as you you said, a lot of people from Tipperary are, are raving about this Clonmel Celtic. I so. think Clonmel are really strong. So, I'd have watched both of them this season, and I was very impressed with Clonmel. You can't help but be impressed with Michaels anytime you see them as well. They're a very solid side, brilliant defence, uh, and a lock on forward as well. But Clonmel. People would probably say Clamell wouldn't be as strong as Michaels in defence, but going forward, they've some very tidy players, good midfielders. Um, it's hard to call that game, you know. And I suppose I on a, and, you know, that's, it's like a, it. it's like a, it's like a cup final as well. So um, it's impossible to call, but it's you know it's an, it's nice as well as for all for from the pundits' perspective, it's nice for it all to come down to one final game mm. to decide the league title. Um, it's not only happening in one Tipperary league; it's happening in two. There's a nice segue, Jesus Johnny. <laughs> Fair play to you. Um, up the north end, of t- up the north end of Tipperary, you have a league playoff between Nina Celtic and Nina AFC. Um, 
again, I think I mentioned a few weeks ago, this that's could like be the title decider derby. Title decider derby, like that's like Man City, Man United, winner takes all. Like so, the, the pressure is on there, and as well as I said, it could be the last time Nina Celtic and Nina AFC will play each other competitively oh. um, because. Uh, in a league uh, context anyway because Nina are off to the Limerick Nina AFC are off to the Limerick uh, District League next season so um, maybe it's time for Nina Celtic to stamp their authority in that league and you know and win it with the other team outgoing um, when they go to the Limerick District League they don't go into the top flight do they? I don't know what league they're going into there was rumours of them going into 1A I think it is which I think is the second division mm. like, so if they win that division they go up to the Premier I, I, as far as I know I, I'd need to check that out but um and I don't know what we. I'll be only speculating. I don't know the reasons why they're going over. I think it's just for a new challenge, uh, more competitive games. Because I, I don't believe there's a, a huge amount of teams that give them a competitive game in North Tipperary. Um, so maybe it's just to look for more competitive games in Limerick, in, in a stronger league. Um, myself and yourself, we're, we're talking about that. It'd be great if if like we were talking about the Munster Senior League yesterday, weren't we? We were saying like I it is just it. a it's a cork division really, mm-hmm. like with the Munster Senior. But we were saying, wouldn't it be wonderful? If all the top teams in Munster were in the Munster Senior League, the likes of St. Michael's, the Clonmel's, the Nina's, the, the Pike Rovers, the Janesbury's, the Carew Parks, the Avondale's, the Rockmounts, all those in the top division, it would be a phenomenal. Like, I'd pay money to get out and watch those. It would be like a Champions yeah. League, yeah. Like, Jesus. Like, but I've, I spoke to people from Limerick before about why they don't do it in Limerick, and they said, well, what's the point in travelling 100 miles down the road when you can get just as good uh, a competitive game? Two miles up the road or whatever, like, I suppose it does cost well, a lot of money. To, all that travelling and you want a club to develop, like can I don't know, like e- easier access into the FAI Cup, easier. Yeah, you know, I would love to. I would like to see a Munster Senior League in that capacity of like spread well, all over Munster rather than. No, I know there are teams. Well, from you look at the outside league, Cork, it's kind of you know, it's not. It's fairly Dublin. It's Dublin. It is Dublin centric, so but there are teams from outside of Dublin, like you know, you've Arklows and you've your Eden Derries and Greystone. your Greystones, and you know, there it, it is very Dublin centric, of course. But Dublin is, you know. I suppose the capital and there's most teams mm. going to be there but um, the Munster senior seems to be very if you look at the Premier Division in, in that league it's all Cork teams oh, you know so um, and it does kind of Cork football in the junior football suffers because of that I think because all the the Munster senior league ta- take the best players mm. and there's not much left over for Cork would you, do, well, a, so would you do a Cork senior league or a, and then let give senior status to Limerick sides and then they can progress further that way in a Cork League? I don't no, like a East Munster Senior League, West Munster Senior League. Yeah. Would they, would they be senior quality, wouldn't they? A lot of the top teams in Limerick. Ah, yeah, and Tipperary and all of them. Not at all. There's the, like, every t- like, even not just Limerick, the, the Tipperary teams as well mm. would be. Sure, I think St. Michael's be. Um, oh, no, they drew with Avondale, wasn't it? Um, and Tom Hand at the start of the season and lost on, on penalties or something like that. But there's not like there's no big gap in difference there. Like, they're the same, same standard. There'll be, be some atmospheres at the moment. Oh, it'd be great, great. It'd be, I, I think what I said before, my dream for amateur football is to create the JSP Champions League. Can you <laughs> imagine this, right? Now, listen to this before. We're going we're gonna to finish up this show soon, but I want to put out my template for the Champions League and all you'd need is a good sponsor to put about 20 grand into it to set it up, right? Every league champion and second place team in the AUL Premier A, the Leinster Senior Senior Sunday, the Tipperary Premier Division, the Limerick Premier Division, the Munster Senior League, uh, the Ulster Senior League, all those champions against each other in a Champions League format, uh, for in groups of, say two groups or whatever, or four, if we got eight or, I don't know, how many teams we get together, three groups of four or something like that, if we got that, 
and play them off in a group format and then quarterfinals, semi-finals and finals. And Ah, oh, Jesus, it'd be phenomenal. Can you imagine Avondale against Tolka on a, on a Wednesday night or Avondale against Sheriff or St. Michael's uh, Tolka or, you know, uh, Pike Rovers against uh, St. Michael's or Pike Rovers against Tolka. Those type of games that you would never see. Can you imagine? But as a Wednesday night, a midweek, uh, as a midweek thing, I think it'd be phenomenal and I think you'd get people through the gates which would which would uh, earn money for the clubs. Mm. It would just need a sponsor to put in something like, I don't know, 20 grand or whatever that I wouldn't have costed it or whatever. But to pay for all the travelling expenses of the club, if a sponsor put it in to promote it and paid for the travelling expenses, then... You know, I know there's a lot of kind of things to come up against. Leagues like, would have uh, to agree with each other, would they? Leagues would have, have to agree with players getting off work early to travel up. But no, there's a lot. Of, there's a million and one reasons why it wouldn't it's happen. Dream, I'm just saying, make it, make it happen. And yeah, no, it would. Who wouldn't love to see those type of games? Like, you know, would you do it in the summer? In well, a little weekend? No, because teams teams need their their, their pre season and their time off. And like Sheriff are not going to enter into another tournament, mm-hmm. you know. So. Uh, and other clubs as well who have busy schedules but it would, it would be a dream of mine to see a competition like that I think it would be phenomenal I think it, it definitely get paying customers through the gates who wouldn't pay Fiverr in to see um, Sheriff Avondale or Tolka St. Michael's or you know Tolka Pike or whatever you know whatever yeah, yeah, yeah. Crumlin Pike or Bluebell Blue Bell or whatever you know what I mean sorry I'm, yeah but you know what I mean I'm, I'm just giving out those type of big names no, of clubs who have won the divisions um, well, I keep on saying Tolka but Tolka haven't won the division but you know what I mean I'm just giving examples stop you I get me confused now um, right before uh, I suppose speaking about we're just going to finish off now speaking about the Limerick uh, league just the title race down there is uh, very very tight as well very exciting t- title finish if James were to win all the final games they went their league champions because Tolka or Tolka Fucking hell! I've talked on the brain. I've talked on the brain at the moment um, because Pike um, lost against Ashling and I caught you. I think last week or the week before, which gave like the three teams at the top were Pike, Crew, and Janesborough were all in the same amount of points. But Pike got the losing, uh, and I think Janesborough. Oh, sorry, Crew uh, dropped points as well. So if Janesborough win their final few games, they are the champions. Um, which makes it an exciting finish. So it'll be interesting to see what happens. I think Pike are playing Geraldines tomorrow, so they have. That's a must-win game for Pike. What time is that? On a or is that tonight? Actually, Thursday night. It might actually be tonight. Yeah, sure um, um, I'll look into that and try to get the results up on the website for that one. But um, very exciting finish to the Limerick League as well. Right, I think we've waffled on for long enough. Right, um, I think we're going well over an hour now. Are we? Let me just check we there. An hour and ten minutes nearly, so we'll just we'll finish up with, jeez, we'll be boring people to tears. To those people who say they like listening to me <laughs> when they're going to bed at night, I've had a few people say that to me, I like listening to the podcast and when I'm in bed at night, I'm like, will you fuck off? Um, hopefully we haven't kept you up too too long tonight, anyway, listening to that's us. Four nights uh, sleep out of Sleep out of that, yeah, put you to sleep for a week. Um, before we go, I suppose, and just maybe just to explain it, was we're probably waffling on a bit today because it was hard to get interviews and it's hard to get organised. It's just so busy for us at the minute. It's just yeah, there's games on every night of the week and, and, Tuesday and, and trying to get stuff done on the website, and, and it's trying it's trying to get good interviews from people who when you know are pertinent times oh, yeah, as well. They come, they come less relevant as in if we interviewed someone yesterday, it could be dead in the water by today. Yeah, so it's you know it's, sometimes it's hard to get so the right apologies for talking to yeah. Anyway, stop us. Oh, you said to you today this is going to be a show Short podcast because yeah. we've nothing, we've no interviews. Uh, the two of us waffling on. Right, we'll give a shout out to our sponsors and then we'll feck off. Uh, thanks very much, actually, to Ballon Sportswear Ireland who come on board with us last week um, as one of our sponsors. Um, Ballon, one of the fastest growing sports brands in Ireland, do great kit deals, uh, which I've been putting out on the Facebook page and stuff like that. So, um, if your club 
are looking for a new kit this season or for next season uh, check out Balance Sports on their Facebook page definitely go to their Facebook page and just like it just to keep an eye on the deals because some of them are yeah they do a lot of good different deals at at different times so even just like their Facebook page if you're not going to order something now uh, to keep updated with their their latest offers and stuff like that but uh, thanks again to Balon it it gives us that extra scope any sponsors that come and go on board gives us the extra scope to put a bit of money into the website to be able to to give um, football a better better coverage yeah so um so thanks to Ballon for that. Um, also, just uh, uh, check out Beanbag Sports. You'll see the adverts on our website, and they do a great introduc- introductory offer: um, ten euro risk-free bet for the for new customers. Um, it's a great website. You can interact with lots of sports stars on there. Um, I, I often post uh, different offers and deals they have through our Facebook pages as well. Um, it is it really is a great website, Beanbag Sports. Great for just the social aspect of it, or, like you know, chatting away with sports stars, or if you fancy a bit of betting as well and stuff like that on there, you can go on there as well. So, um, check that out. Um, do you want to explain explain a little bit about our fundraising fight yeah, we nights? Have, um, we have um, them white collar fight nights, which can raise big money. But we have a couple of clubs looking to fight you know it's better when you do a club versus club because it generates more money generates more interest and a bit of competition so um, we've we've a couple of clubs on to us looking for clubs to match with them so if any one club is interested give us a shout and we can pair you up with a club yeah, um, a massive amount of money can be raised over the summer yeah. if you, you know, and if it's done right. And we we do most of the work. All you really need to do is say supply the fighters, uh, which is great pre-season training for your right, fighters. Yeah. And we'll do all the promotion, the posters, organize everything on the night. The ring announcers, the DJs, all the gear, yeah, everything gear, like that. Yeah. Everything's organized, so it's very little work involved other than supplying the fighters. We have, we have a lot tickets. of clubs interested, but they, you know, it's better if you do it with two clubs. So they're looking for someone to 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 basically. Fight, fight. <laughs> yeah, to basically fight you. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. Just uh, looking for a scrap. Um, right. Uh, if you want to contact us, you can get us on Twitter at the JSP underscore info. You can get me on my Twitter at Derek McKenna. Um, you can uh, get. You can't get me on Twitter. <laughs> yeah, you can get Johnny sometimes when he's at Johnny Hips, um, J O N N Y H I P S on Twitter. Um, you can get us through email as well if you have any stories for us that you want to get out there or anything to publicise or anything just anything at all give us a shout we're here to promote you on your football so give us a shout um, on next week's show we hope to have an extensive preview of the FAI Junior and Intermediate Cup Finals at the Aviva at the weekend yeah, think about that now yeah, it's only next week yeah and then you've got the you've got the intermediate and the, the junior like on the same day yeah it's massive yeah on the same day so it's going to be uh, yeah. a huge day and then the following week we have more stuff anyway anyway I'm going to get off here uh, I've been Derek McKenna he's been Johnny Stapleton and we've been Talking Balls thanks for listening <laughs>